Hello, welcome to Off The Shelf Reviews. I wonder if Henry Winkler winked at me, would he be a winking winkler? And I'm Gary, and today we're going to review and discuss Here Comes The Boom! Which came out in 2012, written by Alan Loeb and Kevin James, and directed by Frank Corky. Ian, why don't you give us the synopsis? Well, the story follows Scott Voss, played by Kevin James, who is a teacher. His friend Henry Winkler is about to lose his job, and so Scott decides to join MMA and fight underground cage fighting for the money to save his friend's job. Will Scott be able to go all the way, or will he tap out? Hey man, great fight! I'm so sorry. Now, I didn't realise this going into this film in particular, and I should have been very, very bloody aware that this film almost breaches my rule of not to review, of reviewing Adam Sandler movies. And this, this one kind of got through the cracks, because it was only like two minutes into this film, I was like, no, 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 I, like my, my Sandler's tingling senses were off the chart. I was like, quickly, I need to look up. Yes. Yes. Adam Sandler is an executive producer of this film, and it's no real surprise, really, when we go back and look at where Kevin James has come from. Mm. Now, mm. you know a bit more about Kevin James before. Like, my introduction to Kevin James came with Paul Blart Mall Cop, <laughs> Zookeeper. <laughs> you know, grown-ups, you, know, you know, these other Kevin James kind of... Disasters. Mix and match character that we just know, like you said, is is funded by the Sandler Corporation. Exactly. To me, Kevin James was just another Adam Sandler crony. But he, he's not. Like, I looked into it and I found out, like, I mean, he did a lot of stand-up comedy. I'm not a Kevin James fan, per se, but I will go on a limb at the beginning of this review and say, this is not the worst film ever. It's not the best film ever, no, but it's... Not the worst. And with somebody like Kevin James, you can immediately think to yourself, oh my God, it's Paul Blart. It's the guy from the King, King of Queens TV show. And yeah, he's not funny. Well, I, I've personally never found him funny, nor have I ever seen him as a credible actor. No. It wasn't until really last year. Now, I mean, critics and you know, the reception for the film wasn't overwhelmingly positive anyway. Yeah. But there was a horror film that came out called Becky uh, oh, not yeah. too long ago. And Kevin James was the lead villain in that film. Yeah. And I was just like, you know, he's actually okay. He was actually pretty <laughs> decent as an actor in this movie. Right, exactly, exactly. So, so when this film came around, I was just like, there's one Kevin James film that's all right. Well, I, let's I, give this one a go. Let's, yeah, I mean, the best one we all know is Paul Blart, Mall Cop. I mean, come on, it's it's Paul Blart. But, I like, here comes the boom. I've seen it twice, and this is the second time. And I I did kind of force Gary to do this one just to get out of the way. You know, rip the band-aid off. Just get the Kevin James movie done. And I knew what we were going in for. It's boring and tedious, and the jokes are painted on, you know, paint by numbers. Like, we start with him waking up at 7.45 in his room. Like, does he live with his parents? Does he live on his own? The film never actually establishes this, because he immediately realises he's late, he jumps on his bike, and he bombs his way to work. And immediately I don't like his character. 
Yeah, he's a bit of a schlob, and you know. Yeah, he's... but he's not. He's a bit of a you know because he's got a bike. Yeah, you know he's he's high school wrestling champ. However long that was ago, and he's. I, don't a... know, I honestly found the first five minutes of the film to be fairly lighthearted, fairly humorous. You know, it was yeah. the whole routine. It's the montage of him setting up this character like he's always late for work or actually no we find out that he's rarely late for work it's only more recently that he's becoming late for work yeah but he's it, it's the kind of humor where you know you can't get in the front gates so you've got to go around the back and drive over the lawn and yeah. climb up the up the fence and the wall to get into the classroom window and i mean they couldn't afford that guy to play the principal but they got the other that guy that we know greg german you know he, bygones he's he he's your atypical principal who obviously doesn't like the fact that Kevin James's character is the slacker teacher know-it-all. Like he climbs through the window in front of the whole class and pretends it's a giraffe given birth. And that is how a baby antelope comes into the world. The window obviously would be the window would be the birth canal. Whereas the whole building, that, that's your mother right there. That's You're late. Yeah. That's the level of comedy <laughs> that we're at here, people. Not 10 minutes into the movie. And I, I do feel a, a bit bad for Kevin James that this is where he, he had to work. But he gives it his, his all and he, he tries to play off against other actors in the movie. Salma Hayek. Well, I mean, he's extensively flirting with her, but... Yeah. You know, like... like <laughs> I mean, you you know what the like yeah, the, you know, the, after you know. thirty seconds of this movie, you know what this movie is. You yeah. already you can already write. It's already written itself at this point. Sam <laughs> yeah. just waving it in your face like here you go. It's, I was going to star in it, but I didn't. It's the same formula over and over again, and so you know, despite the fact that these two don't maybe belong together, it's where they're going to end up at the end of the movie. Did did she do Grown Ups before this? I, I yeah, didn't actually check yeah, it because yeah. she was Sandler's wife in that one. Exactly. I mean, you I guess know? Adam Sandler was like, okay, so we'll pass some hair on to Kevin James <laughs> yeah, now. You said you were going to do a couple more movies. Here's another paycheck. Like, she's the school nurse. Yeah. The film rarely establishes that. It, it mainly establishes that, you know, we've got this music group as well. And you've got Henry Winkler, who... Uh, I mean, he's a legend. Yeah, I was going to say... the. the, the the one saving grace of a lot of these movies is it gives somebody like Henry Winkler another platform to perform. And I think he does outshine everybody he in does. this movie. He does. He really does. <laughs> you know, he's that. He's the heart and soul of the film as yeah. well. He's the one who really cares. He's the teacher who really bonds with the students <laughs> and loves this music. And you get that moment when he's at home and that, you know, Kevin James talking to his wife and he sees that he's got all these broken instruments that he's buying and yeah. preparing for his students, you know. But his wife's pregnant. Yeah, and I, 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 I found this joke funny, but, it, you know, of course it's offensive, but it's, you know, I was like, this is probably the only offensive and funny joke in the entire film. Yeah, it, it, he, they're, they're laughing about, obviously, Henry Winkler's age, and then there's this whole staff meeting, and you have, uh, like I said, Greg German standing there at the, at the front of the staff talking about how the school's going through budget problems, and that they're going to have to start making some cuts, and one of those cuts is the music lessons, which are Henry Winkler's lessons. Now, I'm, I'm going to bring it up now because the film doesn't really establish it until about, what, an hour and a half into the movie. You have Mookie Baker playing the vice principal, Elkins. Now, he's a pinnacle character in this movie, but the movie doesn't establish that. 
Well, until he, towards the end. He has like two scenes <laughs> until the end. Yeah. yeah. He has the scene where he's just like, yeah, it's it's tough. It's horrible. Budget cuts. Yeah, I know. And there's a scene later where, where when Kevin James decided he's going to try and find a reason or a, a way to keep the music uh, lessons going and, and, and save save the school. Yeah. You know, the, the principal is just like, I remember back in the day when I was in the French marching band, I used to play the, the French horn. And yeah. so I appreciate what you're trying to do to save this music class. But that's it. He he doesn't really do anything. But he he will. And Kevin James is also working like night classes. And in one of his classes, he's got Nico, played by Bass Rutten, who's one of the students in the night class. And he wants to... Well, they're all, they're all wanting to become American citizens. You know, so there's some kind of offensive, racist jokes there. Obviously, foreigners wanting to become Americans. And Nico wants to get more lessons from uh, from Kevin James. And Kevin James realises this is a way to get more money, to be able to pay for uh, the uh, Henry Winkler to stay on. And as soon as he turns up there, it's just three guys in a dark room drinking beer, watching UFC. And I'm like, awkward. <laughs> like... You'd happily just walk in there now and they just sit you down and give you a beer and you just start watching the UFC and they watch a couple of guys, you know, take themselves down and Kevin James is like, oh yeah, I can make money through this. Well, it was the fact that he finds out that the loser of this match got paid 10 grand, $10,000 for losing. So he was like, well, if I lose like five matches, I can pay back and, and, and <laughs> save the school. It's completely stupid. It makes no sense. But... I do like the way, like, I, I knew what this, when I paid my ticket at the beginning of this movie, I knew what I was walking into. It's the and joke. And Winkler, Winkler and James going back and forth, talking about losing, you know, and how it's all about just the setup and how easy. And so he convinces Nico to help him. Yeah, I mean, Nico at first is just like, no, like, <laughs> look at you. There's not a chance in hell you can fight. Ding, ding, boom, boom. Elbow, elbow, boom. Liberty, bang, 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 oh. Knock up low. You get the point. And, I mean, but that is the whole joke. That is the whole concept behind this film is that you take this, in, you know, this overweight, out of shape, you know, schlubby teacher who, who could not ever possibly compete <laughs> with these juggernauts, these titans, these goliaths, what these perfect saying? specimens of, of fighting human machines. Kevin James in the arena. Like, oh, that's the joke. But don't forget, he's a high school wrestling champion. So all he has to do is take him down to the ground. Okay, so I'm like, okay, I can, I can, I can believe that. Like, that gives him an in. Yeah. It's the fact then that, you know, like, the whole thing around this film is like, Kevin James, 14 months, you know, he knew he was going to be in this film. So he got himself into shape. I'm like, what? Kind of, it's it's no, shape, tonal mass. I but mean, it's the joke that yeah, he's yeah. out of shape in doing it, but then he gets himself into shape to do it, Man, which defeats the when joke. We get, when we get the montages, that the, 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 the it goes completely out the window for me. Because this first fight, so this first fight, he gets up, and you know, Winkler's just like, yeah, it's all about intimidation. You know, you've got to get in the mind. You know, you've got to you know break the person, and so that's where we get. Here comes the boom. You know, the title of the movie, played by P.O.D., the, the Christian rock band. And it's, it's funny. I mean, is that the joke? Yeah. 
That's the joke, isn't well, it? Again, having yeah. the title of the movie is playing the song. <laughs> and we're watching Kevin James like bounce towards the ring with Wingling like, woo, yeah, woo, yeah. Barely holding on to his helmet. Oh, God, the helmet. I forgot about the helmet. <laughs> if you just brought the helmet back, that's, that's, that's nightmare material, that is. And he climbed into the ring with this with this helmet. I, like, there was a lot of UFC fighters who who put themselves into the roles of this movie. And I think this cage fighter is one of them. And he just knees Kevin James right in the head. Shit, first like, one move done. Like, that, and that is, that is funny. Like, I, I, the movie does hit the notes of delivering the jokes and what it, and the material that it's trying to develop. The material itself is very stale and not very, used very well developed very well but they do manage to hit the nail on the head but it's like they wheel him off and you're like oh yeah he got taken out <laughs> and then he's sitting there with Salma Hayek and she's like are you okay and he's like yeah I just got need in the head I'm like man that's like six weeks of concussions <laughs> right that's like no you're not fighting again he's like yeah I got no fight tomorrow that's <laughs> that's where the movie starts to lose its heart a you little know. bit, but then you get this next sequence. What I do like is when there's the three of them in the car driving to the next fight, <laughs> yes. and and you know, and they're talking about how uh, Henry Winkler keeps forgetting to bring the stool so that he's got nowhere to sit during the fight, yeah. um, and he's just like, "Oh, I also forgot to bring the your your lunch bus. because I made sure I've got the stool this time." Oh, here there's some apple sauce. Oh, God. Here, eat this applesauce ready for your fight. So he eats the applesauce and he gets ready for the fight. And he actually manages to, you know... Well, he wins the fight because the the guy he's fighting, um, it's kind of a cross between, I, I think, Conor McGregor or just a joke on that, that, that kind of UFC over-the-top character. He has Here Comes the Boom as his intro song. Yes, yeah. And so, obviously, Winkler uh, uh, and Voss... They have no idea what to do now, so they play Neil Diamond. Yeah! All right, it's Scott! Woo! It's Scott! Oh, he's in the house! Scott Boss! Hey! Hey! <laughs> like, I mean, I find that funny. That's funny. That's funny. That's, that's, that's what I mean. It's, it's got some things It's funny, you know, and, and the guy in the ring, he's looking at Voss, he's like, I'm just going to knock you out, you're, you're a fucking joke. And Voss manages to get him with a hit. Yeah. Which surprises everybody. And then when Kevin James is walking... Like, like you could have just ended it there, movie, and the movie would have been fine. But the fact he walks over to shake the guy's hand on the floor and then he vomits all over him. <laughs> you're like, what? You know, really? Um, but then it does, you know, it gets played back when they're driving back and the three of them are kind of all quiet and, you know... Voss explains about how who leaves applesauce in the window of his car and Winkler's really sorry but Nico's like hey but we won and everybody's really happy that they won and and the, the I was very surprised that the movie starts to take this turn that he starts to win so early like through through extra training as well like Nico sets him up with um, a, a striker uh, Mark Munoz who plays Romero and they start to teach Voss how to hit because he can, he can take a punch and he can keep going for ages, but he, he, he just can't hit back. He hasn't got the coordination, which on top of that, he's then balancing his his teaching of the children because he's trying to teach them really well. Well, I was going to say, I mean, th this film, it, it, it literally is Kevin James fantasy reality, <laughs> where at the start of the film, he's a piece of shit. 
who can't teach his class, hold down his job, get a girlfriend, fucking do wrestling. He can't do anything. And yet, by the by the end of the film, he is a champion UFC fighter. He's got the hottest girl in the school. He saved or he saved the school. You know, they built a statue of him outside. You know, it's just like, like sparklers, like, like Kevin James is if a president. You know, it's it's that's the kind of world that, that this is. Like I, I also, I, mean, I might sound like I'm having a go at the film, but that's kind of the way <laughs> all these comedy films are, though. Yeah, I mean, this is the guy who did The Water Boy. This is the guy who directed Wedding Singer. This guy has worked with Adam Sandler, who was working in the background and working with Kevin James. And they're like, "Look, we need to make a movie. What can we do?" I, I, I get what you're meaning. Like, I hate the fact that all the realism is taken out of this movie. But I've seen films like Warrior with Tom Hardy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and and I, I you know, I've I've seen like the, you know, these of these other grocky, realistic <laughs> fighting movies that make every and, it, and it's really heart pulling on strings. Every now and again, I need a laugh, yeah. and that's what this movie does. But like I said, what what caught me off guard was there's this whole montage section in the movie where Voss, you know, Winkler and Nico are all working together along with Romero to strike better and do better, and they start winning. But there's one match he actually loses to an armbar takedown, I think it is. And that, and you're like really surprised, but that will pay off later, I suppose. They start to talk to Joe Rogan, which at first I really didn't recognize because he's got hair. <laughs> right. And then that really confused me because I was just like, hold on. I thought, you know, Dana White was bold and Dana White obviously is involved with UFC as well. And then I looked up Dana White and Joe Rogan at the same time and it's, it's spooky, man. It's it's really I I don't want to go in, I don't want to go back there. I just want to say I don't really know anything about UFC, but I know who Joe Rogan is. Yeah, and he <laughs> he he sees Voss and he he sends an invitation to get him to Las Vegas to take part in this I don't know exhibition against uh, this Dietrich character, um, and Nico turns it down. Which I'm like, oh, there's going to be some kind of hostility here now. Like, because we haven't had, like, a, an actual villain. Everything's been going well. And Voss goes and speaks to Nico and says to him, like, you know, why'd you turn it down? And Nico's all upset because, hey, I, I trained all my life to go to fucking UFC and you do it for, like, three weeks. And well, Yeah, Nico's like, if I were to fight you right now, I'd kick your ass, you know, <laughs> yeah. straight away. It was like, so how come you get the shot and I don't? And because it's a Kevin James movie. Exactly. That's it. It's yeah. a Kevin James movie. Kevin James is going to get everything. No, we find out that Nico sustained a neck injury when he was in, in the fighting championship. And uh, because of that injury in training, yeah. he couldn't actually fight anymore. Now, that's kind of the the actor playing Nico. That's kind of like his real life story too. Yeah, yeah. Because he was an MMA fighter, UFC fighter. Oh, UFC Hall of Famer, yeah. Sustained serious leg injuries, I think. Oh, yeah, Which man. again stopped him from actually competing. So that's why he's kind of here in this kind of role. I but mean, he's also been in other Kevin James work and continues to appear in Kevin James work. So yeah, he, he plays the character well, but this whole hostility thing is kind of squashed within like two well, that seconds that's it yeah. yeah it's like oh it's done we're all friends again and i'm like okay what's going on and and it plays out that as they're getting ready to take um you know voss to las vegas to take part in this exhibition if he loses it he gets the 10 grand and all the money that he's been saved like this is another thing about this movie that's so unrealistic that all the money that they get from winning these fights they literally just walk up to the vice principal and go hey here put this into the kitty and he's like, okay, I will. 
And it's like, well, that's not how that works. I'm sure you have to pay taxes on it. You have to declare it. There's things in the forms you have to sign. I don't know, but it turns out that the vice principal has been embezzling the money for years and he's taken all the money from the fighting and he's lost it. He took it, Scott. All the money that you raised for the music program, it's gone. So even if Voss loses the fight, he only gets 10 grand. But he's gonna win it! Of course he, he is. is! Think of the kids! Think of the kids! <laughs> and they're there as well! They've actually gotten better at their music lessons. Joe Rogan's flown Selma Hayek in the whole classroom oh, out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because she called him. He's like, oh, how'd you get here? She's like, well, I called Joe Rogan. And Joe Rogan's like, <laughs> yeah. You know, and the, and the the girl, I think it's Melina. Melina yeah. You know, the, 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 the Asian actress. Like, she's a, she's a kind of famous singer. I didn't really wiki her for, for much. But, you know, her, she had this whole storyline going as well where she wanted to study and do well, but the class didn't, you know, and she's... Her reason. dad didn't because of the... The, the restaurant well yeah and, and she was gonna have to go back to you know obviously work at the restaurant but then Voss speaks to the dad and inspires the dad to do more exactly Kevin James fixed everything up Kevin so James that he gets to go to the everything. restaurant and they're all happy family days and they have this final fight against Dietrich you know the executioner the hangman he's he looks and just appears mean he's probably a really nice guy probably yeah, yeah like just great with kids and stuff like that but this guy has trained to beat the shit out of people and he's not happy he's got to fight this fucking well he doesn't even respect teacher. him does he with the whole glove you know touch gloves before the fight he's just like no, <laughs> like, no. and I, I i'll admit i was kind of behind the movie at this point i just you know people say oh i just turn my brain off with movies and i hate doing that because i analyze and take them apart and look at it but i'd done that at the beginning of this movie i'd made my notes i'd looked up all every, as much as i could research and then i just hit play and said take me on this ride kevin james and he had taken me on this ride the first round he gets his head kicked in yeah it's literally like three minutes of watching kevin james get thrown around and i was like yes <laughs> you know it's it's what you're there for, you know? And then the second round, like much like the movie, he, he starts to come back. He starts to defend himself a little bit more. He does get a couple of hits in on Dietrich and, and you know, starts to wear him down. And the third round is literally just the case of he's going to lose. He's going to lose. He's got him set up in the arm bar just like he lost during the montage sequence. Yeah. But I knew it. I mean, he's a fucking ex-school pro wrestler the best way to get out of that maneuver is to pick the motherfucker up and powerbomb his ass and the and the film does aim it quite well where you see from Dietrich's perspective like oh fuck like <laughs> um this is gonna hurt and he gets lifted up and everybody's shocked and the movie gets to the crescendo and he drops him boom and knocks him out and wins and Kevin James wins everything everything <laughs> everything, everything. <laughs> They build the statue of outside the school. <laughs> well, they don't really, but I mean, you know, like, they will. I wish that had been in the movie. <laughs> yeah. That should have been in the movie. Like, and they need the Kevin James Rocky statue outside the school. Henry Winkler with a baby there with yeah. Winkler hair. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, Ian, what were your favourite scenes from the movie? Oh, man, it's, it's kind of scary, but I did have a couple. I mean, beating up Henry Winkler, you know, when he's got him wrapped around in the little uh, mattress yeah. and he's kicking him. And it's just like, oh, how are we going to defeat this guy? We've got to get inside his mind. And then Henry Winkler screaming, Intimidation! Watch this. 
Intimidation! Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> this is brilliant, and that joke will play off a couple of times. You know, you've got the music situation with the helmet, and then running down to the ring, and then playing Neil Diamond, and then it playing off again with Neil Diamond at the end of the movie when the kids are all there. So it's yeah, it's nice and heartwarming. Um, the 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 fight sequences like he has he has quite a few different fight sequences which I've got to give it to Kevin James he he did put the you know the time in they're not really CGI it's not like it's his head on somebody else's body he yeah, had to yeah. he had to properly go up against these guys to make it look realistic it's not fucking up there with like and the dragon you know but it's it's alright and there's that fight sequence where it starts raining you know. <laughs> And then he's like, oh, we're stopping now because it's raining. And Nico's like, man, we don't stop because it's raining. You know, you just got to keep going. And he does that a couple of times. I, I Like I said, I, I, I was very surprised. The tap out um, midway through the montage should then play off to the power bomb towards the end. Yeah. I love a good power bomb. And like... Any scene with Salma Hagen. <laughs> of course. Like, like her, I hated all the sequences with her and Kevin James, and Kevin James is kind of always trying to kiss her and get with her, and she's just moving away. I'm like, man, this is just so wrong. Just leave it alone. But there was that sequence where he's like, he, he'd been striking, learning how to strike and taking on three guys in the ring, and his shoulder was dislocated. And so Salma Hagen is just like climbing all over this chair, trying to get into a good position to pop his shoulder. And then she does, and then she's like, good night, and she walks off. Yeah. I'm like, she's just going to let him go. Oh, okay, that's how awesome Salma Hayek is. <laughs> I don't have any favourite scenes in the film. Um, like, normally, like, memorable scenes, or, or favourite scenes have to be scenes that I'll remember long after the film has ended. <laughs> yeah, you're not, no. It's already been two days since I've seen the film <laughs> and it's all disappearing. It's all disappearing into a haze that will soon be entirely forgotten like it never even existed in the first place. But it will go into that slot in your brain of scene. The, 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 the scene I will remember when, yeah. the, when anyone goes, Hey, Gary, have you ever seen Here Comes the Boot? <laughs> yeah. This is what my head, this is what will picture on my brain. And you'll see the footage now. It's Kevin James putting the trampoline down, grabbing the basketball, yeah. jumping for it and... Bump right on the floor. Yep, that's that is this film. Yep, for me. <laughs> now your mileage on this film may vary. You may enjoy it all the way up to the final on-bar power drop down into the <laughs> ground and the statue outside of the school. Statue outside the school. Yeah, that might be this film for you. But yeah, no favorite scenes for me. I'm afraid. Uh, Ian, do you recommend? Here comes the boom. Uh, I can't really bring myself to recommend. Here comes the boom with Kevin James. Simply on the fact of it's just so boring and monotonous and the jokes like I did have a good time with it and I was saying this to Gary before we started recording that you know it's it's the thing about doing film reviews is that a film is always uniquely entertaining to one person out there somebody out there will go oh man I really like that movie and they have reasons why and then it's the same thing for not liking that movie here comes the booms jokes just I've seen them done better in other movies. Uh, I've seen the performances done better in other movies. I've seen the story played off better. Kevin James is not the worst thing in the movie. Henry Winkler is the best, but I much prefer him in The Warboy. <laughs> no, 
No, Gary, no, dude, no, Gary. No, I, <laughs> I honestly cannot personally recommend this film. This film is some old bullshit. <laughs> it really, really is. Um, you know, I'm not a Kevin James fan, um, and so I really can't recommend this movie to anyone ever. But this is exactly what you need if you're looking for a kind of a silly, light-hearted, feel-good underdog story with all the tropes and all the cliches that this genre regularly has to offer. Yeah. You know, and it's a comedy film, so not all the jokes will work for everyone. And after the first act, the comedy for me really felt toned down in favour of trying to tell a story, which just went into fantasy land anyway. I did not find it laugh out loud funny, but the characters, some of them were in enduring and uh, the bonds between the characters were heartwarming. I mean, that's the film's intention. Yeah. Yeah, yes, the whole concept is daft and it's not reality. It's Kevin James world <laughs> where he becomes an expert at everything. You know, it jumps all the sharks. It's silly. It's longer than it needed to be. <laughs> yeah. You know, and with all that said, I had absolutely no expectations going into this. I I, I didn't hate it. No. You know, but it, it was predictable, but it was also watchable. Switch your brain off, which again means go to sleep. You know, that, that that's what this film is for. It's not offensive or crude. And then it's also incredibly forgettable. So, yeah, I, I, I recommend Here Comes the Boom as much as I recommend eating warm applesauce. <laughs> Thanks for watching Off The Shelf Reviews. Ready or not, how you like 